but we just want to make sure that um, there is no one that is living here without getting something from the presence of God. And it's not just cake and drink we eat today. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of us uh, was part of the ministration in the first service? Can I see your hand? You came early enough to meet the ministration. Uh -huh. So that's that. That was my worry. See, we just have a handful of people. You shouldn't leave your house and come to church and eat cake and go home. If it was cake you wanted, maybe you can buy cake at home. Huh? Uh -huh. God will touch all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. What is that one thing that um, I want to leave you with? I want to be done in 10 minutes so that we can go. Our time is already gone. But what is one thing I want to leave you with this morning? Uh, uh, something that we can look at together in Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33. Meanwhile, Pastor, uh, there is something <laughs> I was considering this morning that, that's usual uh, break between the praise worship and then someone comes to follow the minister is it possible we reorganize that it, it's usually better when ministration flows straight from the worship I, I don't know you know there, there's some it's just the youth so I notice they usually after praise worship then someone comes and does some kind of announcement before uh, so just uh, uh, I don't know I today okay so please if it can be rearranged a little, maybe that could come uh, before or after the end, so that straight from praise worship we just flip and take the registration. Praise God. Exodus chapter 33 is someone, someone there. I mean, there is no point introducing people like us. All of us we already know ourselves. Praise God. So why is someone coming to introduce me again? <laughs> Exodus 33. Yes. Exodus 33, uh, can we read together? Please, I, I want to hope you have your Bibles with you. Exodus 33. Can we read from verse 1? 3, 2, 1, go. Depart and go up from here. You and the people whom you have brought up out of the land of Egypt. Unto the land which I swore unto Abraham, to Isaac. And to Jacob, say, Unto your descendants will I give it. Hold on. I want us to look at this carefully because we are going to be seeing something in verse 4 that may not align. So I want you to pay attention to what we are reading. Now, from the beginning, it says, The Lord said to Moses, Depart and go up from here. Does that sound like something good? Does it sound like something good? Ah. Uh -uh. That God is saying, leave the current position where you are. Make progress. Go to somewhere better. Is this something good? Is this something good? Huh? You will make progress in your life in Jesus' name. And God said to Moses, depart and go from here. And not just you. He says, you and all the people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt. That is what? Completion. Is it not? Completion. Is this something good? Alright, let's go. And verse 2, let's continue from verse 2. Are we still together? 3, 2, 1, go. Verse 2. I will send an angel before you. I will gather the Canaanites. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the parasites. Praise God. You see, I will send 
an angel to go before you and drive out all the parasites. Is that something good? Is that something good? God will drive out all the parasites in your life in Jesus' name. Verse 3. The place you are going is a land flowing with milk and honey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's walk. Hold on. Hold on. How many good things did we identify in this passage? We identified about four good things, and that is just on the surface because by that we go deeper. We see the Lord promising to fight their battles. To go before them, to take them to a new land, a land flowing with milk and honey. We see the Lord promising to give them progress. What was the thing that was not so all right that we saw? He said, I will not go with you. Good. Now, if we are to mark this thing as a script, and someone scores four over five and fills one, how many percent is that? Is that an A? Or a B? It's an A. 80 percent is an A. Yet in verse 4, they said that when the people heard that everything God told them, they summarized it as evil tidings. Did you see it in your Bible? It said that this 80 percent they scored, they, they gave themselves zero. They said this 80 percent equates to zero and they became very sad what was the reason behind that and that's what i want to give you with this one it is possible for a man in this life to make progress and be great and get to a land flowing with milk and honey and even win the battles over his enemy but without god is it possible Huh? <laughs> it doesn't sound like what you've been hearing. It is possible for a man to be as rich as that today and not know God. Yes? It is possible for a man to win all elections like Tinubu and control the whole of Lagos and not know God. Yes or no? It is possible for a man to have all his children schooling abroad doing well and yet he does not know God. Yes or no? That is 80%. By human calculation, that is an A. Yes or no? But in the program of God, that 20%, if what it means is that God will not go with you, the summary of your life is what? Evil tidings. Is that something sufficient to think about this week? You know, some people came to Jesus in Matthew chapter 13 and they said to him, Why were we sleeping? Some men came and planted weeds where you sowed useful crops. Right? And they said to him, What should we do to these weeds? What should we do to these weeds? Do you remember what the master read? Like, what did he say? He said, 
allow the wheat and the crops to do what? You, you used to read your Bible. Allow the weeds and the crop to do what? Let me hear So essentially, it means that God Himself permitted the weeds to grow. Yes or no? Are you following me? God Himself permitted the weeds to grow as well as the crops. At what point did we realize the difference between the wheat and the crops? At the end, on the day of harvest. Yes or no? Growth is not always consent. What did I say? Because I've had a lot of arguments. Eh? If you say that Jesus is the only way to heaven, why is it that unbelievers are doing what? Growth is not consent. Balak wanted to go and see uh, the king of Moab. Right? And he asked God, should I go? God said, don't go there. After he insisted a number of times, God said, no problem. If that is what you want, you can go. And he saddled his donkey and went. Shebi was God that sent him. But on the way, there was an angel of death waiting for him. Hello? And that is why the scriptures would tell us that there is a way that seems right unto a man. But what happens at the end is destruction. But that was what the children of Israel looked at. You would look at their report card and you say they scored 80%. They looked at themselves and they say, any man that moves without the presence of God, the summary of his life is evil tidings. And Moses said in verse 15 and 16, Lord, if you will not go with us, don't even allow us to leave this place. Hello. I want it to be someone's mantra this week. I want it to be something you will go with this week. That anything I do, it doesn't matter whether I'm prospering in it. It doesn't matter whether it is okay by society. Everyone is calling me good. You are doing well. Your family members are looking at you. You are doing well. You are making progress. If God is not in it, I want to stop until I find him. Samson enjoyed consistent progress in his life. He enjoyed consistent progress. But the Bible told us one day that the Spirit of God left him. And it was only a matter of time. Samson looked at himself and said, it is better to die with the Philistines. The Spirit of God left Saul. And the Bible said that an evil spirit took over him. Whatever you do, this way and in your life, say, look, May your presence not leave me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Can we stand to our feet as we pray this morning? You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I see. You are my only Seeking you as a precious drop, Lord, to give up, I'll be a fool. You are my only one. Oh, Jesus. 
one minute you want to pray for yourself, say, Lord, may your presence continue with me. May your presence not depart from me. He's always there. He never leaves. We are the ones that would usually move away from him. To say, Lord, may I not leave your presence. May I not leave your presence. May I not dwell outside your presence. May I not grow outside your presence. May I not grow outside your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have come.